time for the 360 round. We're going to dive into Petco's earnings with our panel. Joining us right now is Stephanie Wissink, Managing Director and Consumer Research Analyst with Jefferies, and Lee Bull, Senior Manager, Trader Education at Charles Schwab. Thank you both for being with us. So Stephanie, I was coming through your report. I know you have a hold and a price target of $19, but I think the story here is the big story within your report, how you really said that pet products don't go with general merchandise. It is an industry in itself. Why is that and why do you think that Petco has a good outlook because of this? Yeah, Nicole, this is a really important attribute of the distinctions between what we've heard from other retailers, which tend to be maybe a third of their business is in necessities and two thirds is in discretion, and the toy, or excuse me, the uh, pet industry, which is really 70, 75% in consumables, the things that you feed your pet to keep them well, and about a third is in discretion. So it's a really important distinction. And I think the, the results we saw from Petco today validated that. The vast majority of their business is in consumables and that consumables business still held up reasonably well. Um, where we are coming away today is just recognizing that they're not immune from some of the inflationary pressures that we're seeing out there. And so they did temper their Q2 a bit and just rebalance through the balance of the year, kind of held the year consistent. So a little beat in Q1, a little pullback more in Q2, kind of keeping the back half of the year loaded um, and a full result for the year expected to be in line with what they were thinking 90 days ago. Right. And it doesn't sound like, uh, you know, this is a terrible situation for this company. On the contrary, that they can hold steady. Um, tell me your thoughts, Lee. You had some positives and negatives. And to Stephanie's point, she actually noted more available, expanded their fresh frozen. You, you noted, Lee, in your notes that they do have some products and things that other competitors do not. Yeah, that's one of the, the differentiating uh, aspects. They do have some of their own brands, uh, which is good. But I think the main differentiation is what they like to say their ecosystem. You know, it's fully integrated. They've got omni-channel uh, support and ordering, uh, plus their services business, which is recurring revenue, uh, has really picked up lately. And of course, the market always likes subscription and uh, recurring revenue streams. Also, um, they focus more on the high value uh, spender as well. They have uh, their subscription service tends to go to the people that spend like over $2,500 a year on their pets. Uh, and that is where they're focusing their efforts. So I think uh, that's really a positive. The negatives, of course, are that, like Stephanie said, they're not immune to all the other inflationary pressures, macroeconomic uh, pressures that we've seen in a lot of the guidance that other people have given, although they gave pretty steady guidance, which is a, a slight plus other than some other retailers. And of course, the one thing that's lurking in the background is just remember Amazon Pet Day had a uh, quite a uh, good right. reception. So there is some competition that they could have going forward. Yeah, and I think that's an interesting part of the story. And I was looking at other names pet-related. It's certainly not exactly the same. Chewy, though, was down more so. So in one year, Petco was down 40%, roughly. And Chewy was down nearly 70%. Zoetis, different, but down about 10%. But it, it's really holding its own. But it still faces competition. And you were talking about margins, costs. Um, advertising, all these other elements, Stephanie. What's going right here, and, or what are you most worried about on the other side? 
Yeah, what's going right is execution, and that's something that you we trust in in periods of extreme volatility. So I would compliment that. They're, they're doing everything they said they were going to do, and they're doing it reasonably well. The areas that are against them are very much macro-related, kind of outside of their control, but they're positioned to respond. And I think it's something that really important that was said earlier. They do target a customer that tends to be a little bit more immune from big swings and you know, macro moves in inflation. And they are still seeing premiumization, which was also somewhat of an outlier relative to what we're hearing across other retail where consumers are trading down and looking for substitutions and replacements that are more value driven. Seems like pet owners are still priding themselves in spending on their pets and are even trading up in some classes of goods, including consumables. So you know, broadly speaking, I think execution is a, is a net positive and you know, to the point that they're servicing a customer that still has some flexibility in their wallet to keep spending on that beloved pet. Seems like it's working in their favor. Right, I understood. And when you look at the technicals here, Lee, you were looking at the support and resistance. Can you just give us a quick look at the stock here? Because this was an $18 IPO, went up to 28 bucks, and has been sort of moving and waving downwards. Final thought here, Lee. Right. Well, uh, we did make a new uh, low intraday today, although we have come back. When I'm watching as earlier today, we had a big green candle. Uh, with a big tail down here. And I thought maybe we'd be getting a little bit of a reversal, but it's given some of it back. But if you're looking really for resistance level 1625, is the 224 low. So that would be a place. Also the 10 day moving average is at 1740. And interesting that 1740 area is a 38% retracement from the decline from the April 19th high. And of course the IPO price might give minor resistance as well. Understood. Thank you both for being with me today. Everybody loves to talk about their pets. I mean, that's a beautiful topic, but uh, a good conversation about the stock and, and, and challenges that this company and so many others are facing as well. Stephanie Wissink, Jeffries, Lee Bull, Charles Schwab. Thank you both.